back to Deep Shit Podcast. I am Orla McKeating and this is our isolation series where I am sharing 10 minutes of thoughts and ideas and musings on trying to walk with you along this very strange unsettling pandemic of COVID-19. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about coping with uncertainty. I hope and I suspect that we never have and we never will live in such uncertain times as the present. And while I really believe that so many of us will come through this stronger people and more resilient people, there are so many unknowns with a lot of different things at the moment. And I think it's important to recognize that, to recognize that they can cause fear and stress and anxiety. And so we don't know if, some of us don't know if we're gonna have jobs after this, how it's gonna affect our income, how it will affect growing our business if we have one, staffing, how it will affect food, our own health, and how we will be as humans and how we interact in the future. So there's a lot of uncertainties. And I'm never sure if our brains are actually wired anyway to cope with the modern life that we live in. But I do think that in terms of uncertainty, <clears throat> and actually with a lot of things, if you work out the strategies and tools to be able to cope with them, then you can manage it effectively. And that's kind of where I share my own experience and how I've navigated things in the past to, to cope with really challenging times in my own life. So we're kind of wired as humans to react with fight or flight. And our brains can often push us to overreact. So when something happens, it can suddenly just snap something and you start to overthink or you start to panic or there's a fear and then that snowballs into other things. This tendency can be overridden and we can wire our brains to think rationally. And this requires emotional intelligence, which is also EQ. And that's the ability to understand and manage your own emotions and the emotions of people around you. So people with a high degree of EQ can recognize their own feelings. They know what the emotions mean and they can kind of tell how these emotions are gonna affect the people around them. And then they can kind of pick that up from people around them as well. So, and actually, uh, to talent smart, tested 1 million people quite recently and 90% of top performers have a high EQ, which is quite interesting because in training your brains to think rationally requires recognizing your own thoughts and feelings and moving forward with that. So to boost your own EQ, you can also incorporate strategies to make decisions in the face of uncertainty. So the whole kind of point of this is to share my own thoughts and tips on coping with uncertainty during these times. And I'm gonna share six with you today. And I'm starting with number one, which is control the controllable. So it's natural to be afraid of what we can't control. But what about flipping that and making a list of what we do know to what we can control and prioritize these instead. So working with what we have. And this doesn't mean striving for perfection and equally it doesn't mean dwelling on the negative but it's just working with what we have and that's going to create clarity 
and calm into our day to day. Number two is quiet the limbic system. So the limbic system is a part of the brain where emotions are generated. So anxiety or fear or stress. And the trick here is to train your mind to recognize the sudden negative emotions and contain them. So focusing on the rational. So naturally I find whenever I think about something that has panicked me in the past, it kind of snowballs. So it goes from one negative thought, for example, and I'll use something kind of relevant. How am I going to get a steady income in the future if my business doesn't survive this? And then that goes to how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay for childcare? How am I going to eat? How am I going to provide for my son? And that can suddenly get out of control and debilitating. But if I can focus on the rational, so when that first thought opens my head, what if I don't have a steady, stable income when this passes? What if I can find other streams of income that aren't related to the steady income? What if I can build new skills? What if I can offer my services remotely? So I can think about rationally how I can move this forward without focusing on the fear or anxiety or panic. Reflect is my number three. So remember how you've dealt with uncertainty in the past. If we're all here and we're all listening, we've a 100% success rate so far. So you have, how, what techniques did you use? How did you get through it? Were they the right ones? Were they the wrong ones? How could you do it better this time? The point is, take the time to reflect on what helped in the past and use those methods to get through this. Number four, envision the best. So while we often think about the worst case scenario, think about what is the best that could happen. Then picture the surroundings. Feel the emotions that comes with that as well and what that can bring. And then this is gonna bring a sense of calmness and focus. And I'll use an example. So I'll use the job example again. So what if I'm unemployed and I have no income in six months time? Then what if I set up a business that I'm really passionate about and I feel like it's my purpose and I can offer this service? Then I can picture how I'm working, where I'm working, what I'm bringing in, what that feels like, what positives I'm going to gain from that, how my brain feels when this is happening in my life. And that, that creates real vision and I can manifest that vision then after. And that's another way of rationalizing it and focusing on the positive. Number five, let go. Accept that we cannot control this situation and be kind in doing it. The only real constant is change. So if there's an iceberg belief of everything must stay the same, this is gonna be really challenging in itself, but you can replace these beliefs with thoughts like, it's not ideal, but it's here. I'll accept it and I can tolerate it and that's just a better mindset to move forward with. And number six, self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. I like to use the STOP method, which is S-T-O-P. S is stop. T, take three breaths. And the breathing that I had explained in a previous episode, where you breathe in for four seconds, right into your belly, all the air you possibly can, and hold for four seconds and breathe everything out for another four seconds. And do that three times. Observe, see where you are currently and be in the present and then praise and proceed.
And I think it's important as well to remember that a shift in mindset is possible and it's so powerful and it really can be life-changing. So I'm gonna go through the six tips again. One, control the controllable. Two, quiet the limbic system. Three, reflect. Four, envision the best. Five, let go. And six, self-compassion. And using these little tricks in the past has really helped me move out of panic mode, see more clarity, be more rational and get more focus and calm so that I can move forward. So I hope that's helpful for you, as helpful as it was for me. And thank you so much for checking back in. You can subscribe and rate my podcast and you can follow me on Instagram as Orla Veronica and my Facebook page is Orla McKeating. Uh, Thank you so much. Please stay safe and I will catch up with you next week.